0: International
1: When people say hashtag is like an actual word now why okay pound sign me, testing. i think it has a lot to do with like watching wrestling because the they'll like always announce like this is the hashtag for this match and then i'll hear them say hashtag like between five and 12 times over the course of a five minute segment i'm like i want to fucking you, you know
2: who would you. make you like absolutely miserable who eliza schlesinger after like she decided to be like every female comic but me is stupid like I was like whenever something infuriates me I decide to give it a chance which is a surefire way to make yourself die of an early heart attack yeah. like, I know one day I'm just gonna be hate watching something and keel over I was uh, I was watching I was watching her special freezing hot and like the second Mm -hmm. half of it, everything is a hashtag. And she like says that a lot. Hashtag no mermaids. Netflix has Hashtag no mermaids comes on the screen.
0: Netflix has been doing that with a lot of other stuff though. I think that might be a Netflix thing because there has been like other shows, like some of their original stuff that like sometimes throughout parts of the show, it'll come up with like a little hashtag in the bottom left. And it's like, why? It's like, this is why? why people can't have
2: a conversation because they're constantly looking for oh what's the thing i need to be telling other people about instead of being in that yeah. moment fuck that hashtag extra salty if you're listening no we're not recording <laughs> right now are we we're not hashtag recording are we, extra we are. Salty. okay awesome yay please keep that because that was fun i like just diving <laughs> in um should we just do this as the intro now or no or what Sure Alright I'm just gonna jump in
0: Hell yeah Hey
2: everybody welcome back to Extra Salty It's your girl Jasmine in the booth What's up What if I
0: did that all the time Oh my god <laughs> What if I did I, that all I, the time uh, It was I Since you've never done that before It was very unexpected for me And it made me like panic a little bit <laughs>
2: I'm so happy that you were uncomfortable. I made a white person panic today. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not personal. Uh, no, but seriously, we are so excited. I'm Jazz and Ellis. And once again, I am joined by my wonderful host, um, Kai Krebs. It's me. <laughs> and um, today we're going to be interviewing Adam Sir... Please say your last name so I don't fuck it up. Sirwa. Sirwa. Adam Sirwa, who's going to be talking with us about some interesting life experiences for him, some of his interests. We're probably oh. going to... We're going to poke in your business a little bit if that's okay.
1: That's fine. We've all watched me like air my business out. Yeah, I was all over the place. I was
0: going to say, you talk about uh, a lot of the stuff that we asked you to talk about on stage pretty regularly. So I I didn't feel like super out of place asking you to talk about it. Just also on a recording.
1: No, I don't know how to like keep my secrets. I know how to keep other people's secrets because I just forget like 90% of what people tell me. (laughs) it's like i'm like a i'm like a lockbox for secrets because like there's no guarantee that i remember what you've said (laughs) but like my own shit i'm like ah that's all i got to talk about (laughs) (laughs) so you're like just share it with the world it's like it's either gonna be talking about that or like talking about politics which is unpleasant yeah I'm either
0: going to tell everybody your secrets Or I'm going to give you a lot of polarizing Political (laughs) opinions You may choose, there is no in between
1: (laughs) They all tie back to wrestling somehow
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness, you and wrestling that is like just a huge part of your deal. I appreciate that. Is that so like much. a
1: large part of my DNA, whether <laughs> I want it to be or not.
2: My my boyfriend is a huge wrestling fan. That's like the only sport he actively follows. And one of our first dates, he took me to an amateur wrestling match.
1: Ooh, an
2: amateur wrestling match in Mineral Wells, Mineral Wells, Texas. Oh, and like immediately, I walk in and I just see like an American flag sewn to a Texas flag sewn to a confederate flag like oh. made into like one <laughs> giant flag and i used to do this bit on stage i'd be like man that racist is creative <laughs> that is a quality racist cross stitch
0: and it's just it's now
2: just, it's too real <laughs> it's just
0: people don't realize that betsy ross when she was making that flag she actually like the camera just cropped what she made and then they just kept <laughs> the top part they didn't know there
1: were not camera- yeah. i love this though there was like an old family <laughs> photograph in that person's attic that was like that's The real flag (laughs) It's all of them
2: Speaking of Betsy Ross's house I actually just saw it This weekend I was in Philadelphia um, And it's great Because there's this Part of like It's called like South side of Philly And it's like Betsy Ross house And then like A sex store Like across the street And then like An ice cream shop In between Like it's like The trendy area But like There's all this Like weird American history Right in the middle Of it (laughs) It's very strange
1: That's like That's a very Patriotic place To buy One of the Great American Challenge dildos Right Like I don't know what that means. Are
2: they in the shape of like founding fathers' dicks? Uh,
1: kind of. It's like it's a red, white, and blue dildo, but they call it the Great American Challenge because it's also like somewhere between 15 to 18 inches long you allow as long uh, as the constitution <laughs> <laughs> you and a liar. um nine and a half to 10 inches in diameter
2: what is it with americans we have to like compete in everything like, it doesn't have to be an asshole bursting challenge <laughs> it have to be a thing we
0: do so i mean if that is
2: no i'm not shaming anybody so
0: basically it's just like plastic that's the size of a bucket
1: <laughs> more like um kind of like a traffic cone but if it didn't oh, get no. skinny at the top if it just I, stayed... oh
2: i thought you meant length
1: <laughs> i oh. hate every. no no the that. length is like 15 to 18 inches oh it is um that's just a garbage can <laughs> a foot and a half of dick what? okay
2: um Speaking of fucking, okay. um, or maybe not speaking of fucking, <laughs> actually, just to take the—I don't know where to go from here.
0: Yeah, I gotta I let shit settle.
2: I'm—I'm <laughs> I'm, was very interested to talk to you today because you have a less than conventional um, type of relationship style that you're particularly interested in, and, and some people don't even know what it is. If you were to explain. Like, your relationship preferences. Well, how would you describe it?
1: Uh, well, uh, le- let me pull this cat out of the bag <laughs> right first. You're talking about polyamory. Okay. Uh, so, like, there's there's different versions. Like, polyamory is just that, like, you date... Multiple people, but also all those people are, um... If not also seeing each other, Mm -hmm. are all aware of each other and interact with each other. Okay. So, like, you'd see, like, relationships where, um... You have, like, a couple that's dating a person, but they're not, like, just a unicorn, which is just somebody that comes in to, like, have a threesome, and then like,
2: bye! Okay. That's
1: me. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so a unicorn uh, is a
2: person that enters a already existing relationship for sexual purposes
1: only? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, this, like, they're all, they would all be dating each other, and there are emotions and commitments and rules and understandings... Uh, And then like that can extend outward into like a larger group of people that are all involved with each other. Uh, And then there is solo poly, which is what I do, Mm -hmm. uh, which is where you don't, uh, you are poly, you have multiple partners. Uh, You don't break them down into categories of like, this is my primary partner. This is my secondary partner. Uh, basically, like, everyone is on an equal level. Like, so, romantic and aromantic. Like, is
2: that just, like, dating around? What makes it different from just dating?
1: Um, that you're still, like, introducing your partners to each other. You're still, like, telling them about each other. Like, it's... Uh, oh. It's just, like... It's, like, a more open uh, version of dating around that also has, like, emotions for specific relationships.
2: So, like... and. Sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. First. No, go ahead. I'm trying to like visually do the math in my head because I am just a boring monogamous straight, and uh, it's it's like like what you do is like a a group interview for a job,
1: <laughs> and you're hiring
2: several people, and they all know they're being hired but they're also, it's contract labor, so they're allowed to also seek out other employment. Yep, exactly. Is that, okay, if I, oh. <laughs> I'm such a capitalist. I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> just translate this into ways to make money. and Which
1: uh, also is a great transition into how I label my own dating style, which I call slutty relationship anarchy.
2: <laughs> slutty relationship,
1: ar- break that down for us. Uh, basically, like, uh, I never really stop accumulating, like, new partners like i just there's a lot of pretty people like not just in like austin but also like the world over Mm -hmm. and like if you're honest with a lot of people about like who you are and how you function and also like are like yeah i got myself tested yeah i use condoms yeah i do like the safe stuff so that like i'm not fucking anyone else over in the process you'd be surprised how down they are to be like all right cool uh let's let's fuck for a while. We'll see if we like each other. And if so, like maybe I can meet some of these people and we'll hang out and have like a nice little bonfire. So I'm, I'm I'm curious (laughs) to kind of rewind the conversation a
0: little bit to like, what was like the, what was like the thing in your life that like put you or put, uh, whatever term you would like like to use your slutty relationship anarchy what yeah what put that on your radar
1: uh so like i had a lot of problems with monogamous relationships in like high school and uh the first three years of college Mm -hmm. uh with like cheating on my partners i was just not i was not good at being monogamous it was not like because i would be like because i have like like, my dick has ADD, basically. She's uh-huh. like, oh, you're pretty? What's up? Oh, that's right. I had this other thing that I was supposed to do. Uh-oh. Uh, and then I got into a relationship with, like, a very wonderful woman uh, who... About, like... Like, we fell in love, like, very quickly. Like, mm-hmm. lesbian mm-hmm. quickly. Um, <laughs> okay. And, uh... <laughs> Like we, we were living together within two weeks of dating. Wow. So you just
2: were swept up.
1: We were just swept up. Like Also, I was living with my parents at the time and all of her roommates were away for the holidays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, I'm going to go live with my girlfriend mm-hmm. and her two cats. <laughs> like there's a way better situation than like my sad Catholic dad and mom.
2: That's, yeah, it does sound like a lesbian. Yeah, yeah going uh,
1: <laughs> so, at least uh, the stereotype I'm that like, will have I'm of sorry. lesbians. About, uh, yeah, that's definitely a stereotype. Once you got to two cats, I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Go <laughs> uh, so about like a month and a half into this, she found out that she was accepted to go to an art school in Massachusetts. Uh, and she was originally from like New York. So she was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And we we're like, well, I don't want to stop seeing you but also like long distance sucks and we decided to like have an open relationship mm-hmm. and we both uh there were a lot of struggles uh like the there is like the the jealousy portion uh which is like kind of natural uh And there was the whole, like, seeing other people and not really knowing how to feel about it. It was kind of like living in that Belle and Sebastian song, seeing other people. Like, it was, like, fun and quirky and saucy, but also, like, under the surface, very depressing. Uh, But, like, there was something that always felt really right about that way of dating. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the relationship uh, took like an unhealthy turn that was mostly just because I got very depressed because I was in grad school and like didn't talk to her for three months I mean that's
0: like the full arc of a rom-com yeah it's like I got accepted into art school so I have to go away I'll always love you
1: like (laughs) that's the full arc and then like you go (laughs) visit them and there's like a very handsome boy named Jacques but like He's fucking your girlfriend. You can't fuck him uh, because he's straight and not like that kind of like, oh, I'm straight. Like, I'm straight. Uh. So, like, it got weird sometimes. Yeah.
2: That can be an interesting dynamic. I always wonder. So when you guys made the decision to be in an open relationship, Mm. uh, was it kind of like one person suggested it and the other person was against it at first, but then was down or?
1: No, it was a, it was a complete like agreement. Wow. That was like our first, I was like, well, we want to maintain this, but we're both horn dogs. Mm. So open relationship, open relationship.
2: I always wonder with people who are in open relationships, like when you're talking about primaries, which, is, which isn't which mm, is what mm. you do, but maybe uh, is there like a, a sense of community? Do you, do you talk to people and you learn about what they do?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's a pretty rad poly community in Austin. I'm sure. That's like, yeah, th- shocker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, fun fact about the poly community is where is the one public gathering where I've seen the least dogs. What?
2: Really? now I gotta change my whole ref- like you, I, so you for those I, of you who don't know this <laughs> I'm weirdly anti-dogs it's like a very unlikable quirk about myself and it makes no sense for me to live in Austin but you just like I'm like hmm well tell me more <laughs> there's something
1: amazing about like 75% of polyamorous people that like they just don't have that constant instinct to like oh I'm going to a bar with a patio let me bring my dog you tell like, me that thank you maybe because they're just
2: non-committal to most things so you like if you're if you're non-committal well, relationship, you wouldn't oh. like sharing a dog is one of those like you know monogamous people things.
1: I think I, it, I think it may be because they have too many commitments going on to begin with, <laughs> uh, to also deal with a dog while they're also talking to like the three people that they're in a relationship with and also those people's partners and like, maybe like one other partner of one of those mm-hmm. people's like, mm.
0: yeah, I, I can definitely like, like, cause as soon, as soon as you said that, like, that's like kind of where my brain jumped. Cause like a lot of the reasons why like people get dogs and stuff a lot of time is like, either it's like, so they have some sort of company whenever they're at home or because it's like an emotional sport animal. So it's usually like, to form some sort of connection of some sort with some other thing that you feel like you're lacking in some arena. And and (laughs) when you have a network like that, like it's a less prevalent feeling,
1: I guess. Yeah. The poly meetups in, uh, Austin usually resemble like kind of like a social spider web where you just see like more and more people like kind of, Oh, right. why am I doing things with my hands? <laughs>
2: like, it, it matters to us. It, for those of you listening, he just moved his hands above his head as if a spider whip, which is the word
1: he I started making a circle and then second-guessed myself. <laughs> it wasn't
2: that smooth. He did. He second-guessed himself. Yeah,
0: instead, it just made it look like you were like a doubtful orchestra.
1: <laughs> like, oh, uh, no. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, never mind. Now now we're we're no, we don't need the horn section. Just continue your nap. Fine. Fine. <laughs> but i mean
2: oh that's a great idea for a sketch <laughs> <laughs> the, the orchestrator with like no confidence i mean maybe play soft no it's up to you it's like up to you
0: an
1: anxiety disorder
0: <laughs> so like one, one of the things that we talk about on the extra salty podcast is like the resentments that come with different aspects of like work and life and so like oh. we know that there can definitely be a lot of resentments even just in a relationship that's monogamous between two individuals, so like, we're definitely curious to hear a little bit about any sort of, like, resentment like, you mentioned a little bit of jealousy like, any sort of, like, do you you feel like those sorts of feelings are more prevalent in a poly
1: relationship? I feel like at least in my own experience uh, I haven't dealt with a lot of jealousy outside Mm -hmm. of like, the few relationships I've been in that were, like, Pretty, pretty goddamn toxic. Like, uh, most of them, like I've seen like that I've been a part of and like have seen from like the side of like Mm -hmm. being a partner of a partner or in a certain situation where like I'm partners with, uh, one of the people that I've been seeing for the longest and that I, we are also dating this, uh, this married couple. Uh, she is far more like Emotionally involved in that relationship mm-hmm. Than I am So like more things come up uh, For me it's mostly like I have let people down by The schedule that I keep Which is bad Because I don't know how to use a calendar app uh, and, I can't like,
2: imagine using a calendar app to date No thank you this, It sounds stri- like People want I you even to use, use a calendar to, like, app like,
1: I a lot. I've gotten a lot of Google Calendar invites that like I have accepted, but then I don't know what to do afterwards. I'm glad, <laughs>
2: I'm glad you made it to this, but I guess it was <laughs> neither of us were fucking you, so it was a little less. It's the middle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, don't worry. I don't draw that distinction either.
2: <laughs> I um, I'm sorry. Did you have a question? <clears throat> oh, no, go ahead. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking about. Um, because you said you're you're in a relationship mm-hmm. right now with a partner who's a partner of a couple.
1: And I'm also seeing that couple just, like, not as much of, like, a, like, legitimate, uh, well, legitimate, I'm making air quotes, uh, like, relationship. Mine is more of, like, a saucy fun. Also, we're really nice friends that are supportive of each other.
2: How do you compartmentalize your feelings? How do you keep your feelings from progressing like you're you're well i did grow up
1: catholic <laughs> <Okay>. so <laughs> okay. like that's like I, i've already got like uh like a plus five handicap mm-hmm. or is it minus five i don't know how golf works uh, i don't know why i try to use a golf i thought it was wrestling, wrestling.
2: i'm
1: <laughs> yeah we don't know it's not a point system like we already know <laughs> who's gonna win like a, anyways
0: uh, so, uh, one of, one of the things that you mentioned was, uh, that like in some situations people have like a primary partner, mm-hmm. um, and you said that that's not a situation or like a thing that you prescribe to. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's kind of a split in the reasoning between like, uh, I make, uh, like my creative work, like wrestling and mm-hmm. comedy, like I make that my primary partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like, I'm just maybe that much of a narcissist that, like, I'm my primary partner.
0: So I imagine that, like, partner situations probably come and go depending on different, like, levels of commitment. Like, do you, yeah. do you ever find yourself, like, in a situation where, uh, descri- despite not, like, prescribing to that philosophy, one person or couple, like, feels more like a primary partner than others? Oh,
1: absolutely. That... Uh, I get, uh, I get very smitten at times Mm. with people and then they immediately like shoot to the top of the queue. Uh, It's just like... When they're new? Yeah, it's usually when they're new. Uh, Like I still put a priority on making time Mm -hmm. for everyone, uh, but like they, they get like a little special treatment because like it's new and fresh and I'm all like zoe Deschanel is about them
0: <laughs> does that have a tendency to like generate resentment from partners that you've had for a while or like or do, are they like equally usually like as smitten or curious about well yeah the,
1: the partner that uh that i've been with the longest uh she's
2: is this the same one from college with the whole like random? No,
1: no, 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 no. We broke up. We're still, we're still friends though. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice. we've managed to like maintain a nice friendship mostly because like our birthdays are one day apart. So, you so it's very easy to remember to like <laughs> text each other and then we have a nice conversation and then we move on with our lives for another year. <laughs> uh,
2: that's a nice. That's a nice way to keep in touch.
1: Yeah, uh, but like uh, the person I've been seeing for almost two years. Uh, maybe even... It, it's summertime, so it's definitely about two years. It's been two apartments. Uh, that's how I measure time in Austin. it two apartments. How many leases have I signed, signed and, like, <laughs> finished out? Uh, but she is uh, rather amused at this point by, like, me getting smitten. Mostly because she's like, you're actually a lot more considerate when you're smitten with someone. Hmm. Uh, so... She supports it But like all, I tend to date people With strong personalities mm-hmm. uh, So They usually will like Come in and like pretty much Digitally knock and be like hey Hey let's make some plans I haven't seen you in a minute And like it Just kind of works out because they also All have their Other relationships
2: That makes sense so it's That's kind of one of the things that probably makes it a little harder for me to grasp on this, but then it's like, like part of me listening, like, oh, I see the appeal of it. Because when you're in a committed relationship with just two people, depending on what that other person has going on in their life, you become their whole source of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like what works for me and my partner... Uh, I like calling him my partner, by the way, because that sounds really like new agey. And it's just so much better than boyfriend. So I'm
1: definitely. It is. It's more fun. The kind
2: of start. And he's- also he has a gender ne- neutral name. So I'm just just only going to call <laughs> my partner, Alex, and just hope people make their guesses. Like that's going to be my new thing. I'm kidding. That's totally, appropriate. <laughs> that's totally appropriating somebody else's life. Um, but it's like for a lot of couples, they become their own therapist. And shopping partner and mm-hmm. uh, movie partner, and we're we're watching this show together, and we're doing this together, and they're each other's whole lives. And then when they break up, surprise, surprise, it's because they resent the hell out of each other because they depended on each other for every yeah. element of their lives. And I get friends that are like, "You go out a lot for somebody who's in a relationship," and they're like, "No, I don't." Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's a healthy way to be, whether or not you include other people on the sexual element of mm-hmm. it. But it is interesting how like culturally. We kind of have this obsession as, as sex is like that last frontier with like, it's, it's the one thing you only do with one person though. <laughs> you, well, <laughs> how, the, how <laughs> monogamous people see it, which is, which. what is the majority? Now, it's Maybe it's not the majority. Maybe that's just the bullshit, I believe. It
1: could be. Uh, no, there's no like real like stats on that because like a lot of people that are poly are still, um, to, to use a to use a familiar term like in the closet about hmm. it because like you can it's one of those things that can get you fired really yeah How's I've known people in the poly community that have like been open about their about their lives and like they're especially in like Texas which a mm. is a right to work state B is full of like old Christian whiteies. Mm-hmm. uh like they they were fired for being like that is against our company's morals and uh you're out yeah because there are a lot of people especially depending on how
0: uh their religious morals align with it consider it like a form of sexual deviance yeah which so silly because like, we're all dirty Dirty little monkeys b- I just monkeys. think
2: what you do Sexually should have Nothing to do with your employment that's, No way. That's the gross part That's That's the icky part it's like, Unless you're uh,
0: fucking at work
2: In even, that
1: case Even you then You should do like, everything Unless you're fucking Like a kid at work Well <laughs> um, Yeah like,
2: that is like The exception Like pedophilia Like something yeah. that's Against the law Pedophilia
1: got, Actually I was about To say necrophilia But really if like No if, um, I don't really care about that Like employer wise It's uh, like it might affect like it might affect how you smell when you come yep. into work, <laughs> and like you might be you might seem like you're hungover all the time. But like, <laughs> does it does it re- does
2: fucking a dead person really take it out of you? Like, I don't know. Is it, is,
1: it, is it? There are. I'm not, s- I'm there not, I'm are not even some frontiers of, I haven't gone into. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of doing can, all the work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not.
0: I'm not. A, I'm not sure how far into that one I can lean. <laughs>
2: sorry we're, just gonna, like, <laughs> I,
1: can, we're gonna, I can theorize that's about it
2: we're gonna uh, withdraw we're gonna yeah. withdraw here um so i have a question since you brought that up um of course my mind wanted to kind of equate that to the struggles of people like homosexual people who have dealt with that and their lives were like fa- like mm. they've had the process of coming out and mm-hmm. being denied and being and, fi- and feeling rejected did you ever come out as polyamorous to anyone other than your partners did you come out to your family your friends your workplace
1: uh, Just as with my queerness, I have like light came out to my family, uh, like where I told my mom about my lifestyle, and she's like, "Wear a condom, you silly little."
2: <laughs> Did she think it's a phase?
1: I I don't even know what she just doesn't even like use that term with me anymore. She's just like, "All right, well, you're gonna do whatever nonsense you do. Uh, I'm gonna continue to live a normal life and just hope that you don't die."
2: Because you're attracted to men and women, was that even harder for your family to grasp onto?
1: Um, Actually, that part was, like, super easy. Uh, Like, I still never out and out told my father, like, explicitly, like, I like every flavor of human that exists. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because, like, it... We never like really talked about sex in any sense. Hmm, that's, uh, I relate to my parents are Catholic, so yeah. I get.
2: That. I'm like, yeah, just no, you. Like, why would you? The talk closest
1: about sex? thing I ever had to a sex talk with my father was finding his uh, Ron Jeremy tapes. Oh, good lord! I was like, I was like ten. I was looking for Christmas presents. Uh, yeah, I t- you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up? Did you watch them? Oh uh, yeah. Ah!
2: Sorry. Which I,
1: just... I think it, I I really do think is why it took me like another nine years after that to realize that I was attracted to men. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what that looks like. Ugh. Uh, yeah. No. I
0: think that he looks like the before of like the <laughs> crypt keeper. <laughs> and that's probably really mean but it's um, just like with the balding and the hair and then the crib keepers literally scalony so it's like you can't have like the pot belly or whatever but
1: that is, well to me he just kind of like looks like real life carl from aqua teen hunger boys <laughs> yeah is that the meatball no that's <laughs> the that's, that's the, the, next the next door neighbor that's like has the thick jersey accent oh and jersey like accent. always trying to fuck No.
2: Ron jeremy really was a thing Oof. There was a time When they were really Marketing porn to men And they were like Hey He's the everyman
1: Hey look at this hedgehog Looking motherfucker With a nine and a half inch dick
2: Wowzers
1: Oh good lord No thank you That's too much
0: So, like, something something I'm definitely curious about is, like, it sounds like whenever it comes to, t- like, knowing, like, what you want and what you expect out mm-hmm. of these different relationships that you engage with and different people that you're pretty firm on, like, where you stand on everything and that you're pretty clear on what you want, have you ever had to deal with any sort of, like, resentment or saltiness from another partner that's, like, impacted... Your situation Could you
1: clarify that A little bit more Because everyone That I date Ends up getting salty With me at some point Mm, You've met me I'm really fucking Annoying at times (laughs) Oh Yeah Yeah (laughs) Why
2: has there ever been A situation where you Um you thought you were clear about your expectations or what you wanted, yeah. and then They they didn't line up, yeah. Like where oh. the resentment or saltiness
0: came from the relationship dynamic.
1: Um. Yes, I've had that happen. Uh, it's mostly happened with uh, the the aforementioned like uh, longest running partner. Uh, there were just like a couple communications breakdowns, mm. a few times. Sometimes uh, it was me. Um going back on like a prior commitment mm-hmm. because i had something uh that in most cases wasn't actually related to like uh me going off and like stopping somebody else but it was actually like dealing with like things for personal like health mm-hmm. uh, like mostly mental health um i might end up commenting on that later so just flaking on people (laughs) basically like yeah flaking uh like there would still be like decent reasons for it mostly Mm -hmm. sometimes it was just like the the millennial stereotype of like i don't want to get out of bed or put pants on i don't even really want to fuck right now like i don't want to do anything and then it's like nope you're, you're sticking to this plan and like they they would like compound Uh, over time and turn into like kind of like a little bit of a powder keg Mm -hmm. and then uh, see the shitty thing about uh, polyamory uh, solo or like primary secondary polycule five other terms that I'm not completely sure of (laughs) I'm uh, really like so curious there is a lot of fucking vocabulary Uh, but like You don't just discuss your issues with one partner. Um, You have to, especially if they're like, if it's a very interconnected web, like in some of these situations, I had to discuss like the saltiness towards me with three different people uh like an
2: intervention like they like like sat you down uh,
1: no no it was like different like chains of like text messages and like facebook messenger and email do you ever
2: that sounds kind of do you ever find yourself like being overwhelmed by your relationship circle because like people who are just with one person need a break yeah do you ever find yourself like you're like God there's just so
1: many people I have to deal with I, At that point I just like tell anyone That I had made plans with for that week uh, That I was like hey I need like I need like me You're taking time. a personal day? I, I'm taking like a <laughs> personal Week. <laughs> like You're on a leave of absence yeah. From your relationship. Uh, which is when I would When like I just delete All of like the like dating Apps off my phone so I don't like get Bored and end up like swiping aimlessly On Tinder on the toilet and then, like, match with somebody attractive, and then, like, oh, yeah, we'll I'll go on a date because maybe we'll make out mm-hmm. uh, because I'm an idiot. I,
0: mean, uh, I feel like that's a thing that happens in any relationship polyamorous or monogamous. Yeah. Like, that's exactly why people tell individuals in relationships like you can't just have your relationship be the whole thing like you have to have like your you thing like yeah like whether it's like a wine mom doing arts and crafts while she drinks with her friends after (laughs) yoga or like a dude (laughs) hanging out with his friends watching sports or like you you gotta have your you yeah and i mean I, i imagine it's the same like you can't you like even though you're putting time towards more people you still gotta have your you thing and in the same way gotta have your You gotta have your personal days
2: Does the reverse ever happen Where you find yourself like I just This is okay I'm trying Like I'm thinking about like Do you ever catch yourself Feeling lonely Even though you have A lot of people around Is there ever a chance Where you're like I still kind of feel alone
1: That's a complicated one Because uh, Like I was raised As like mostly An only child Mm -hmm. Uh, I say mostly Because I did like Grow up with a brother That has a severe uh, mental and physical retardation. Mm. It's a disease called lysencephaly It's a smooth brain. Uh, so, like, he just, mm. like, he is 32 at this point. Uh, sorry, bro. Uh, oh. It's weird to hear myself say bro. Uh, oh. But, uh, like, his brain never matured past the point of being a baby. So, like, they... He was a big focus for my parents. So, I, mm. like... Kind of raised yourself a little bit Kind of raised myself a little bit At least like mentally and emotionally Uh, So like that's never really changed So I get lonely at times Um, And then like it usually passes quickly Because like I know A, how to distract myself And B, like did grow up as my own twin (laughs) So...
2: You're just used to Entertaining yourself I'm
1: used to Entertaining myself I love the company Of other people But like Not as much As I know How to work In my own Company of just me
2: I was just thinking Like if there was ever Like a FOMO situation Where like everyone's Hanging out Like all your All your boyfriends And girlfriends Are hanging out Without you And like Has oh, that ever happened
1: I've had that happen uh, It's just something that, that like I deal with Do
0: you have a question? Yeah Like so, Like so I mean like the, everything that we've been talking about like you can draw such very clear stark similarities to situations that arise completely like in monogamous relationships as well so like I guess one, one thing that I'm curious about is like what are like any sort of like preconceptions or misjudgments of polyamory that you've seen before that just like piss you off
1: Good question. um I guess like the main one would be like that. Just like everyone is like in a fuck palace, <laughs> uh, just like having constant orgies, and like it's all fun. And no, it's that you're in uh, you're in the exact same structure of what uh, what like a two person relationship is, except you're doing that shit with five people. Like uh, well, three to five to like however many like i I don't know there's I've met some people that have like very extensive like polycules, which is another vocabulary word, which means uh the <coughs> the extended uh like circle of all the people that you and your partners are dating that are also like involved with each other mm mm-hmm. And then you also have the partners that like know each other, but aren't dating. Uh, Those are called metamores.
2: Curious about the metamores. Like, like, let's say, let's say you have a partner. All right. So Mm -hmm. you you, you have a partner and you're like, Oh, I'm seeing someone else. And you introduce your partner to that person. And that person's like, you not happening. Like what happens there? Does that ever happen? Where like someone tries to bring someone in the relationship and the other person's not into it? Like what? uh, Oh yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. What? That definitely happens. It just like kind of shuts it down uh or like i i know plenty of people that like don't particularly care for all of their partners like partners. other partners like past or present or future and like they just kind of like you, you just kind of treat it like uh like the same as when you're when like your boyfriend or girlfriend uh, has like an annoying ass friend that you don't want to hang out with, but you know that they love and you're just like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to have to hang out with Jimmy again. Son of a bitch. I'm going to take two Xanax and just be fine. It's like you,
0: you think that they suck, but whenever it comes down to it, it's like their, it's their thing. It's, yeah, their, it's their decision thing. It's and not, their
1: choice to make. Like, yeah, you've made a choice to not be like involved with them. And that's, that's fine. But like, it's just exact, it's, it gets treated the exact same way as like that shitty friend that your partner doesn't <laughs> like, but like you've known them for 10 years and you're not going to like. Get rid of, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, what I just, one more question I want to ask, because I know we probably need to mm. wrap it up soon. Yeah. I'm just curious. Um, long game. Like, I guess you've been doing, like you've been doing this for a long time and this is your This is who you are. And this I've is I've been identity. doing this for
1: like, uh, about like, D- d- seven to ten years-ish
2: So the security blanket for a lot of monogamous people Is always, I want to grow old with someone I want to end up with Okay, that's my, that's the <laughs> answer I was gonna ask how you felt about that, if that- And you're like, who gives a
1: fuck gonna okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna circle back around To that, like, <laughs> very insular And, like, weirdly Narcissistic point of, like, I got me I also got my cat Like <laughs> If if anyone is my primary my cat is my primary and I don't I want to clarify that I was statement about to ask. I don't fuck my cat uh, I do <laughs> right, I do snuggle my cat like real good but that's because my cat's a snuggler I just wake up and she's like got her like herself perched around my arm and is like has her little head on the shoulder and is purring i'm like oh this is nice all right i'm going back to sleep (laughs) i
0: I do have to say though like whenever you asked that question and you scoffed at it the thing that i pictured in my head and i think that it's adorable was just like three to twelve people all in rockers on a porch in the south but they're all holding hands and rocking together right is that not is that not an adorable image that is a great image see
2: i imagine like three to twelve old people like trying to (laughs) Like, resize their phone to look at Tinder, like, while they're (laughs) sitting
0: together.
2: Like, I can't can't swipe left My arms Like their arthritis Is acting up Also now (laughs) that I've like
1: Given the most like Sarcastic cynical answer I'm gonna flip on The other side of myself That's really sentimental And squishy Mm -hmm. Uh, And like The thing is With a lot of the people That I've been seeing Like uh, These all end up Being like Multi-year relationships Mm -hmm. uh, For the most part Like yeah I have like Three month To six month flings but also, like, there's a lot of stuff in my partners that I see as someone that I would want to, stent, to spend, like, a extended amount of time with and also would like to keep in touch with them. So, like, this is... It's kind of like building that same network of friends mm-hmm. that you hope will, like, remain there throughout your life. It's just also that you're fucking. Huh. Like, a lot of these relationships much more, at least for me, much more closely resemble, like, uh, best friends with benefits. Oh. Oh, Which, like... That's cute. It's really... I I could, like, go through a list of, like, the five people that I've been seeing uh, for, like, extended periods of time uh i think like the shortest one at this point is like three months but like there's like a heavy smitten aspect there so it already like kind of feels like six in emotional years Mm -hmm. uh but like i wouldn't would not want to lose touch with any of these people so you love them yeah oh i don't even that's not like a that's not like a thing where i'm like oh love love is fucking rad yeah like and like being able to share that with uh so many people in like different levels and uh stratuses and like like friends friends of benefits best friends of benefits uh i love you in an eternal way i love you in a way that i just want to like hug you for five straight minutes and not let go i love you like a cat loves its owner after like you give them a piece of beef jerky (laughs) like it's all these different levels of like real genuine like sweetness and care and it's something that i like never really found in my life until i started doing dating like this
2: it's like mm. so you started being yourself It's awesome yeah
1: and like it's really it's been very helpful in softening me up <laughs> <laughs> like all i want to do is like hug and boop things on the nose Now,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's lovely it's I, wonderful i think
0: that that's also the perfect note to end on something happy and warm and Great.
1: Yeah, go out and love (laughs) as many people as you can, but also like be honest about it and tell everyone. That's what tell people you love them.
2: Honest love, just whatever form of honest love works for you. That's awesome.
1: Even if it's just your friend that you want to give like a nice, like overly long but not creepy hug to, (laughs) tell that friend you love them. I
2: fucking I love it. I thank you so much. This is really interesting to learn about, and I. Feel like you You told us some amazing things Thank you so much For being a part of this today yeah, Thanks so absolutely.
1: For it's This is probably Gonna end up being Like the least salty episode
2: I know
0: right <laughs> It really is
1: Which like, is probably not What anyone expected
2: Adam Syrah. <laughs> well, fucking hey, people But not fucking them over
0: I, th- I think yeah. that we went Through the salt And then we got through The salt mine To the other side To the
2: sweetness If you yeah. will Or just like the part Where the pretzel falls apart Once oh. you so-called it <laughs> salt <laughs> I don't
1: know It worked Sweet, out Sweet buttery pretzel <laughs> Inside <laughs> gooey love <laughs>
0: Love. Oh. oh well, hey! Thanks so much for joining us, Adam. Absolutely. and uh, We 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 will see you guys next time. Thanks
2: so much for listening. Keep it salty. This is gonna be a thing. I'm gonna do now. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's end on that happy note. Stay salty. Love you. <laughs> okay, uh, we we really want to thank Adam for being on the podcast today. uh We we got to dive into a topic that I think uh, not a lot of people are willing to really have like a detailed conversation about and kind of get both sides of the story. And I I think that we learned uh, a lot today about like what it takes to really like commit yourself to multiple people.
2: We learned a lot about polyamory, about his decisions and really what it takes to be selfish selfless and selfish enough to be in a relationship like that and it was a really interesting journey for both of us to be a part of and I was really grateful that Adam was willing to open up with us
0: yeah we took a dive deep down into the salt mine and came out on the uh, the other side which turned out to be a little a little sweet
2: you love those words diving and salt like it's like a common thread I like it
0: yeah I well I could say we spelunked down into the salt oh, mine gross.
2: don't spelunk <laughs> it's uh, I know it's not sexual but I think it is
0: anyway guys uh, if you want to <laughs> if you want to check out more from Adam you can follow him on Twitter uh Pork Lion, that's P O R K L I O N, and uh, he also hosts an open mic at uh, Cenote here in Austin Fridays at 7 30. Thanks. We'll see you guys next time.
1: International